As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you sent me over the stuff, yep. his voice comes out of one speaker and mine comes out the other. Yeah, but when it's all mixed down, it's not like that, is it? No. Okay. They're like they're two separate stems. Like two separate files. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll I, say, had I, was, to, I had to put them onto one. Yeah. Can you do that when you send them to me? Yeah. Right. Is that is that yeah, all right? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, That's yeah, a lot easier because yeah. it's like another hour before I work out how to do that. It's not. You're not taking a piss, though. No, I'll do it in a second. So well, why why do you need someone to do it for you? I don't you know. Might as well do it. Might as well. I feel like taking advantage, and I know him a lot more better than you. You're taking advantage of him. I'm only doing it because it's you, right? Thanks, Joel. Because like, you're not taking a piss, are you? I, mean, <laughs> no, I would never take the piss. I, f- I don't know. You've got to take the piss face about you. Cool. All right, you're. Yeah, where'd it go? Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. You ready? Uh, yeah. Okay. Hello, and welcome to episode two of We're Not Playing Snooker, with me, Andy Goldstein. And the pork pie hat wearing Ian Wright. Should I have it on inside? My mum would be. You look so beautiful today. You think so? Yeah. What about my top? Did you like that? Yeah. Not the one now. The one you the tracksuit the top. The tracksuit top. You look a little bit like Versace, Johnny Versace. It felt uh, almost it, it, African, wasn't it? It's, it's got an African vibe. It's got, it's got an African vibe, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I tried it on. Did it, did it suit me? Yes. It I did. look quite camp in it, didn't I? I look like Graham Norton. In I don't it. think you look camp. It's just one of those that you just have to get through that barrier. People will will say something about a top that is that. It makes colourful. a statement. It's it a statement. I think in the summer that's going to be unbelievable. Pair is that not out yet? That one? No, not really. Oh, okay, you, you very kindly gave me some, one. Some of the stuff that's coming out, especially like the Nigerian football kit, New England football kit, some of the stuff that they're doing now, like it, unbelievable. It's just so oh. street, so with it. Before we move on, there's a couple of things I want to say. Firstly, the music that everyone's just heard. Uh, they heard it on this one, and they heard it on the first one. They hear it throughout the remainder of this series. Has been made and written for us mm-hmm. by Gem Archer, who is part of Oasis. Yes, he very kindly. So what he he's made this CD of like twenty tracks. That's cool. I heard them, and I said, "Is there any way I can nick that for my podcast?" Even without it being like in the public domain, it's not even out there. 
it's not even out there. No one has heard that apart so from. So that means if the, the, the amount of times that we play, people are going to, by the time, if it does, people are going to tired of it. No, they won't, because they've never heard it before. It's amazing. And also, we only play like six seconds of it, five seconds of it, and we play at the end of the podcast. Well, I hope for his sake that people will like it enough to say, well, what's that track? I like it. Yeah. You like it. They yeah. like it. So, Gem, top class. Thanks, Thanks very much. much yeah. Uh, also, second thing I noticed from the first podcast we, we did is that you're a little bit too far away from the mic. Was I? Yeah. Now, I know you don't I like the setup. I don't know. It's, I just feel too cl- too close to you. Where you're, it's, well, you could be in a, 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 a diagonal. We're, we're can, sat opposite each it's other. Too, it's too It's close. a very small room. Yeah. It's about as small as your downstairs toilet, isn't it? It's that kind of... It is. And the table it's, is probably the length of your arm at max. Yeah, put your arm... Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, sure. and that's how far away we are. I haven't got a problem with it. I've got a little problem with it. It right, just okay. feels a bit too close, if well, I'm going to tell you. Let me just put my leg on your leg. See what I mean? It's right, I'm going to tell everyone what we've got coming up in our show, right? right? Okay, so <laughs> the first thing, well, not the first, in no particular order, we're going to announce what the winning word was in last week's show, or the last show rather than last week's. Remember I asked people if they wanted to win a signed book. Can I say, say the word? Yeah, so the word we were looking for was... Jacuzzi. Jacuzzi. When you said you didn't even know what a jacuzzi was. When I, I was can't. Young, when I was younger. When you were younger. I can't announce the winner because these are all recorded. But I got in contact with the winner on my Twitter feed at Andy Goldson 05 and you've already signed the book. Is he? Is he, is he I don't know. It might be a she. I don't know who it is. Yeah? I don't know. Yeah, I'm confused. Right, because this is recorded right, and we've recorded all these in a block, if you like. Yeah, but you just said you've got, you've got in contact with, with the winner. Well, I'm saying when this goes out, they would have received it. Right, because number one's don't all... Like this right, don't, don't worry don't about like that. Don't like this so. Terminator Back to the Future. <laughs> Fuck's sake. You know? Oh, you started to swear earlier. I'm sorry about that. Sorry. Swearing. I'm, I'm not right. swearing. We'll also have a Lineker update. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed. Yeah, don't get, read it yet. I don't read, read it yet. yet but let me make if you sure. don't know what we're talking about, you must listen to the first episode. Okay. Um, Gary Lineker blocked me on Twitter. I asked <laughs> Righty to speak to him. And uh, you have done via the gift of text. You're going to read out your text. And his reply, right? So we've got that coming up. We've got stuff that you want to get off your chest, right? So, right? Uh, I, I, you, yeah. Look, look, look at this page. Look at this page. Yeah, but that's just us talking as mates. I know, but I thought I'd write them all down. You can tell me the story. So we've got that. Um, we've got another quiz, and we've got all the chapters of your book. We still have to read. That's the purpose of this podcast. Yeah. Is that I've got a life in football? What a pony name that is, by the way. I've had a it, life in football. Yeah, but it's life. such. Why didn't you do the old the right way to score or no? Because that's bollocks. <laughs> there is no right way to score. No, but something with your surname in a, li- a life in football. I've... It's a crap title, isn't it's it? It's not a crap title. What really other? I average to you. I want to know the ones you like went. That. Mm, that's not good enough. That's not good enough. Let's go with a life in football. I like. I like that. I like a life in football. I'm not going. I'm not anyway. I'm, okay. not, I'm not getting. But we, uh, our, our job is so. Last on the last podcast, we were meant to read three chapters. We never got round to it. Why did you send me that one the other day about the goal? What the, what the person was doing in the background with a fella scored the goal? Why did you send me that? Because it's football related. Uh, we've got your chapters to read. We've got loads to get through. All right, but okay. the first thing I want to ask you, righty. Yeah. Don't. What are you doing? I was going to. I was going to get the. Why um, have you got one eight five on the back of your phone? That's how many goals score for us. When we was doing some something yesterday. And the number one eight five, I was able to get it off a sticky book. And I, All right, how many did Thierry Henry get? Two twenty eight. You think. gutted about that? Um, Look at me. Are you gutted? No, I'm not. I'm not gutted. World Cup winner, European Cup winner, Champions League winner. Yeah, but to you be, know, I'm. It'll probably be in the best top fifteen players of all time, wouldn't you say? 
top 50, top 20. Yeah, but forget all that. No, 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 wait, I'm, I'm setting, the stall, setting the stall up. Why it doesn't bother me and how, it was, how I was able Sounds to... Sounds like it doesn't bother you. No, I was able to process it because you have to, because someone's coming and taking something away from you, which when I got to us, I didn't even think I was going to get anywhere near. So once Thierry done it, I had to, for my own closure, I had to deal with it in that way. That we, That's the calibre of person that's had to come and take that away. So it's easier to but take. When you broke the record, was it 179? 179, yeah. So you only scored six more goals after you broke the record? Yeah, left. Left after that. Six more. Where'd you go, West Ham? Mm hmm. Why'd you go, West Ham? I was in London and my, my brother supported West Ham and Harry, Harry was brilliant when he phoned me up. You know, he's saying, I be, I'm forever blowing bubbles when I. Did he? Yeah, when I. When I Is scored. that all you need? You need something to. Well, you know what, what it was? It's just at the time, because Arsene Wenger was being very. Um, cloak and dagger about what, what he wanted me to do and how I wanted to stay and I've, I've got the feeling after the cup final um, and so he spoke to Harry and he phoned me religiously all, every day Harry? yeah he was phoning me and in the end is that tapping up? I said to him no 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 because yeah. like it was out there I think they, they, they'd they already contacted West Ham right. that's why West Ham contacted me and um, you know he was. I was like well, I, I don't know then Harry you know what I mean he, talk, and he sold the club to me and sold me everything and uh, what he wanted me to do, and you know what I mean. And in the end, you know, when he when I said okay, and then he just went into a "I'm Forever Blowing Bubbles" song. What on the phone? Yeah, on the. Must have been hard for you to leave Arsenal. It was hard because I envisaged that I would finish my career there, and mm. that's what I wanted to do. I was always going to finish in 2000. I did finish in 2000. In my head, I wanted to finish my football career in 2000. I would have announced it in 99 if I was at Arsenal, and then I would have just had that season just to say bye bye to the fans and all that stuff, and. In have the you, end, it didn't work. Have out you ever like played at the Emirates, the new one? Mm-hmm. You like it there? I played in Dennis's um, testimonial. Oh, okay. You like it? Um, well, it was it was it was different. You know, it was it's not the same, is it? No, it's not the same. Before we move on with the yeah. podcast, right? Yes. yes. You said um, last week when we did the show. Yeah. I uh, I sent you a picture of us two here, and you put it on Instagram, and you texted me back saying, um, "Wait till you hear what my missus said about the picture." Do you remember that? Um, yeah. What did she say? So she would have seen me for the first time. <laughs> I can't remember. I'm not going to. Oh come on! No, I can't remember. You sit. You text me back, going. <laughs> I can't remember what she said. What did your missus say about me? Well, she just kind of made. Why me... don't you look at me when you tell me this story? <laughs> she slagged me off. My well, missus is not. She's not slagged she off. Say? She's not. That don't person. move the chair. I'm You're getting uncomfortable the now. <laughs> What's it called? She didn't say anything. You're she not looking said, at me. Look at me. Look at me. She just kind of said, oh, that's what he looks like. That's what she said. I don't believe. <laughs> that's what she said. She's, Righty. Not Righty. That, she's not that nasty person. I've gone really hot. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone to have a top off. <laughs> yeah, he's taking his top off. I'm not taking it off. I've gone really hot. You really put me under it. But my missus is not the person. She's not that person. You're still not looking at me. <laughs> She's not a what did she say? Person. I don't mind. I think no. She said she, she's still not she looking just at me. Said, Andrew, I'm taking right. my top off. Okay. What's it? She said something like, "Okay, now I've got a, a visual of him. Now that's what he looks like." No, that said. you don't text someone back and wait till you hear what my missy said. If it's like, oh, okay. No. Be honest with me. I can't remember. Yes. No, Why won't you tell me? Because I can't remember. I swear to me, you can't remember. I, I swear to you, I can't remember. Is it in your phone? No, it's not because like. It was just a picture, and she, we just saw it. It was Andy Goldstein. See, I've offered to take you and your missus out for dinner when we've We're done gonna all this. We're going to go, and she's going to be happy about it. Is that. she going to be able to look at me? I don't. Absolutely. 
Because what is he talking about? He's making a big thing out of it. You and me. Because I'm just That's why you've taken your hat off, you know your what? jumper off, <laughs> and you're not looking at me. I am looking at you. I'll put my hat back on. <laughs> Even though my mum would say, can't wear your hat inside. Right. Um, you know what? Let me go through your thing and see if I can... If it can... Look how hot <laughs> you've gone. What are you talking about? Something. She said something. She just said... You know what she said? You know what she said? That looks pretty close. No, you, see, you now you've made that up because that's not what you just told me. <laughs> what I'm going to ask you one more time. If you don't tell me the truth, we'll move on. But but throughout the rest of this podcast, mm. I'll be thinking, why hasn't he told me? What did she say when you showed her the picture? I can't remember. <laughs> Look, I'm holding my hat and everything. How uncomfortable is my whole body got? You know what? When we go for dinner, when we go for dinner... You can stick your fucking dinner up your ass. <laughs> Are you saying that about my missus then? What? You don't, you don't want to go out for dinner with me and my wife? No, you can. I don't I'll mind take you her. stuff about me. I can't say stuff about my wife because she. I told her that we're going for. Don't dinner. spin this around. I'm spinning it around. She's the one that can't bear to look at me. She can't bear to look at you. She just said, "Is that what he looks like?" You know what? I actually can't remember. It's one of those because uh, you put me on the spot. He's cleaning his glasses now. Because you put me on the spot. Yeah, I can't remember what she said. Right. Arms across. Look at him. Look, my body. Should we, my body should we do the Lineker text? Yes. See, I was right. trying, that's what I was trying to do. Right. So hold on. Just so, set it up and I'll get it. So on last week's podcast, or the last part, I keep saying last week, we actually recorded it last week. On the last podcast, the first one, I told the story about how Gary Lineker had blocked me for no reason whatsoever on social media. And I wasn't happy with that. So I asked Wrighty if he would speak to him about <laughs> unblocking me. And I said, we'll give you an update in this episode. Yeah. Where are we at? What's happened? You want to hear the tweet? Yeah, so... Okay, so this you... was Monday, and it was like 5.30. Hold on, so this is after... after. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, no. after, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but I was, I was thinking, was it after the podcast? But of course, this is... it was well after the podcast. Yeah, fine. Right. Because that's what we've set up. Right? No, but I meant, is it on the day after the podcast? Right, hang on. Right, let me... Yes, yes, so... G-Force, because that's what I call him. Okay. G-Force. Hope you're, um, hope you're well and on good form. Just wanted to ask oh. you about Andy Gold... That Andy Goldstein blocking... Why was it you blocked him? Why was it... Hang on, let me read how i done it. Why was it you blocked him again? Was it constant annoyance? Why Why are you giving him the opportunity to <laughs> just leave it open? <laughs> What's the reason? Hang on a minute. <laughs> Shit, how long's this fucking text? So that was my bit to him. Right. Here's his bit to you, right? Oh, no. To me. That would be correct. <laughs> and you know what I love about it? Because I can see his face when he's doing it. That would be correct. If someone is irritating and constant and consistently doing so, then I couldn't see the point of enduring it, matey. And I said, eloquently put, sir. Hold on, did you and not then, put? And then I said, hang on a minute. I said, I'm doing a podcast with him, and he's very, he's, he wants you to unblock him. I do, right? I do. And I said, I said to him, he's got no chance. And I said to him, I won't read that out on the podcast unless you don't want me to. And he says, ha ha, no bother. Why, are you, was, why is it so fucking hilarious? Because nothing, I just like, <laughs> like what he said to you. <laughs> that would be correct. If someone is irritating you <laughs> and consistently doing so, then I couldn't see the point in enjoying it, matey. <laughs> Matey. <laughs> I'm glad you find it funny. I can't wait to text him again and say, listen, I read that one out and he's gutted. Um, and, you know... What do you think What do you think I should do? 
Because I'd like to get back. Because I'm going to bump into him yeah, soon, aren't I? You know what? The problem. The problem I've got with you saying <laughs> I'm wiping my tears. <laughs> the problem I've got with it is that the real Andy Goldstein's going to come out somewhere <laughs> on the line, like you've just told me. The real Andy Goldstein. There's no fake Andy Goldstein. But isn't that nice? That there's no fake one. There's no fake one. But if you're going to be real, you've got to understand that people have got feelings and. Maybe egos. You've annoyed him. You've annoyed Gary Lineker. You're but probably going to fall out with me. I would never fall out with you. You see, the problem with you couldn't fall out with me because no. I don't take umbrage to stuff like that. that. Them things don't bother me. Like if something like with Arsenal, if something happened, then you you know because like we text, I text you yeah. some of the times when you're doing the show, <clears throat> and um, if you say so, I will not get upset. I'm going to try upset. and get you upset. No, you won't. But upset I, me. but you know what? I, I when I when I speak <laughs> to you, right, and I phone you or you phone me or we have a chat like now, yeah. I, I get the feeling that yeah I get the feeling that you're not you don't have an ego. Who me? Yeah. I don't know. You know the thing is is that I my missus might say differently because I I make jokes and stuff with her where she she can say oh your head's not going to fit through that door. Are you or, wearing that hat again? <laughs> no. She says things like that. Oh, we're going to need a bigger pillar. She says things like that because like I we have a laugh in the house. Yeah. Um why won't you tell me what she said about me? I, can't, I, can't, I honestly can't remember. If it comes back to me, I'll say it. But she's not nasty, so it won't let's be. Let's phone some... her up now. Let's phone her up now. Okay. Let's phone her up now. Call her up right Can now. you do it on uh, on hands free? Okay, I'll do that. You know All what? Right. So I could. So you could. Don't tell you with me. No, no, no. I won't. All right. And then people can hear. Okay. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Probably won't answer because that's what wives do. You know? Why is that? Because, you... Hello? Darling? Hi. Hey, how you doing, darling? I love you. Just to make it, we, we know all this. Um, the thing is, uh, but remember when uh, we, that picture with my, our friend Andy Goldstein came through? Can you, I can't remember what, what you, what did you say? Because I can't remember what, what you said because I said it wasn't saying nasty, but I, I can't remember what you said. Can you remember what you said when we saw the picture of Andy Goldstein? What the pervert? <laughs> 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 Babe, that is more than enough. I'll see you soon. Okay. Bye, darling. Bye. So, um, there we have it. What do you mean the per? What? <laughs> so there you heard it, live and direct, <laughs> right? <laughs> because this is, this is so. This is, this is so not going as I'd written. I've done so much work on this, on this episode. Andrew, can I just be totally all right? To- I'm totally all right. Can I be totally honest with you? 
until she said, <laughs> this is why I I'm never going to meet your missus. You she no, no, no. thinks I'm a pervert. No, she, she's fine. Didn't you hear her laughing? She honestly, when you meet her, you see she's unbelievable. And you know what is good about the fact? I'm going to just send you pictures of flowers. <laughs> <in my laughs> honestly, life. you need to do, Andrew. I'm not just saying it. <laughs> I got into so much trouble with her, with the stuff that was coming. Yeah, but hold on, right? Hang hold on, on, hang on. With the stuff that was coming to the point where she's, we sat down. And she's talking. She got so upset. She said, "The reason why you're getting that is because you are obviously sending that on again." Well, you are. Well, I know. <laughs> oh, okay. Hang on a minute. Well, get back on the phone, and I'll tell her some of the stuff you sent me. <laughs> no, because no, because that's not what it's about. Does your missus feel that way about me? Does she see your my stuff? Uh, she will now. Well, you can show her stuff. So then, we, when we go to dinner, we, can, we both we both have to go on the on the, on the back. Your stuff. <laughs> your stuff. Do you show her my stuff. My stuff. <laughs> but Andrew, I, I, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, is that it comes from everybody. So all the people are in there. I can go through their feed, and I say. Nance, it's not, Andy's not a pervert. Just like people might think, I'm a pervert. Andy's not a pervert. I'm not a pervert. It's just a bl- things what blokes are doing at this particular time with the WhatsApp groups and whatever's going on. Yeah. So when we go for dinner, it'd be brilliant. We'll have a great laugh. But like, <laughs> well, do you know I what? remember now what she said. Do you know, we're, I think we're like halfway through this podcast. Sorry, sorry. I'm not even, we're not even got okay, anywhere near. Okay, let's get into what we're doing then because at least we've cleared that up. All right, okay. And, uh, I want to go through some of the things that you've texted me what and you said I want to get them off my chest. Right. All right. Is that okay? Was there anything to do with being scared? Was that on there? In a minute, we'll get to that. All right. One thing you texted me ages ago: you don't want to go into a strip club with an attitude. Oh, yeah, but that's because. What does that even mean? When you've had an argument with a missus, isn't it? What you go to a strip club? No, I'm talking about way back and that. You know, it's. I'm not talking about going. When you go in there. Your arms. Why are you, why are you sitting <laughs> in your arms, guys? Because I don't go to strip clubs anymore. I can't remember the last time. I even went to Vegas and didn't go. We did one. one this morning, you and me. No, 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 you didn't. No, we didn't. Yeah, the fact is... Ah, Mr. Pervert. I see writing with you again. <laughs> the thing is, is that I've been, I've been to those places <laughs> back in the day with people who've, who've purposely... Had arguments with their missus so they can have it in their minds and have an excuse. What they're going to argue and then go and then go there and then you go in there and you're just like, yeah, fucking fuck her, I'm going in and you're going to strip club. You don't want to be in a in a strip club with an attitude. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not something I wouldn't get off my chest. But I remember the fact is is that um, I've been I've been in I've been in those places with an attitude with an attitude. And what does that mean? You spend more money, spending money and not caring. (laughs) <laughs> Whereas you want to be in the strip club spending money and enjoying it. <laughs> and I want my missus' blessing. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> but those are the those are the old days that I can look back now and and and, and, and um laugh with my missus. <laughs> she doesn't if you phoned her now and said I'm going to the strip club tonight, what would she say? She'd laugh. But what would she say? What do you mean what would she say? Would she say, Okay, fine. She, she she just wouldn't believe. She'd know that it wouldn't happen. She she just knows. Would you go if I say I'm going tonight? Come with me. Absolutely not. Why not? Because it's just there's nothing in it now. Even when I went How back and it's fifty four. You look good for fifty four. Thanks a lot. The fact is, is that now when you look back at it, that's it's it's teasing beyond teasing, yeah. isn't it? It's just like up oh. your mates getting thrown out because they're doing stuff they shouldn't be doing, trying to give the girls extra money, and in the end it turned into. A, a situation where you know you get those blokes who are in there trying to ex- 
you know, spoiling the vibe by trying to convince the girls, why are you doing this? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Come with me. Come and live with me. Let me save you from this. We'll be fine. I went to to a strip club years ago in America, right? I went on holiday with three other guys, just four of us. Mm. And we got a limo to this place, right? We're like 21, 22, something like that. And in the limo, uh, my mate Brad said to me, listen, um, the girls in here, they'll they'll do it in a way where you'll think... That, that they fancy it. Yeah. And I, I looked at them, I know how it works. I've been at a strip club. I mean, I'm just telling you, because I've been at this one before, and they're really good. Don't fall for that trap. And I went... Well, don't fall in love. And I was like, Brad, I've been here millions of times. Don't worry about it. And he was like, I know, but a lot of people say that. And after a couple of hours, you've had a few drinks, you start... I was like, don't worry about it. Mate. Fall in love, yeah? About an hour into the into the night, you fall in love. No, no, no. I go into the toilet. I'm standing, having this. Mm-hmm. He comes in, a little bit hammered, standing next to me. I went, "You right?" He went, "Yeah, you." I went, "Yeah, it's good, isn't it?" He went, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. He went, "You know the one in the red dress?" Mm-hmm. And I went, "Yeah." He went, "I'm not just saying this. She's bang up for me." <laughs> <laughs> and I went, you always got "And I went, you've gone, you've fallen." <laughs> He's like, "No, I, I swear to, I'm not just saying it." I was like, "No, you'll never see her again." Yeah, but the thing, what I, the, 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 you know, what I had a, it was almost like a, a safety catch. Because in my head, with when when I used to go to those places, because after a while, it's like when you when you used to go to Tenerife when you was younger, and I'd be from that, and the clubs and that, and you know they got them late, them girls who get you to come in and they like your mate and all that stuff. Yeah. Once you get in, you know what I mean. They, you never see them again. Exactly. So with the when you go into a, a strip club, you know that they they're being nice because they want your money. <laughs> they want your money, and you you walk into like a, a, a spearmint rhino. And you can, <laughs> It's like you burst it, you burst out laughing because you see some blokes in there who are rotters. Yeah. In respects of how they look. And they've got sometimes two absolute stunners on their own. I mean you think to yourself, there's something yeah. really quite sad yeah. about it. I had to do a television show um where I was going it was a motorbike show I'd done right across America on I Harley that. Davidson. I remember that. And I remember it was when me and Nance, so it would have been two thousand and five, six. And I remember um, we'd, we'd not long been together. Um, and in fact, it must have been earlier than that. Yeah, it would have been 2004-ish, five. And I remember, you know, once we got together and I said, yeah, I'm going to Vegas. And she said, make sure you don't go to no strip clubs. And I remember a few, few years earlier, I'd been to the, to the one in Vegas. And it was, it was the mecca of strip clubs. That was called Sapphires. It could have been. I don't Should I tell you, I know that. Because I filmed something called Sapphires or Rachels, isn't it? It's always something like that. Isn't it? <laughs> there is a Rachels. There's a Rachels in Florida. Yeah, I remember I, there was a that, and I that, could well, buy, Hold on, I could, you could buy Rachel dollars. That that Rachels mm. was where I was when my mate when said, your mate said it, yeah. that was what it was called Rachels. That Sapphires in Vegas, mm. I filmed there, and I filmed. Oh, I did this show for Sky One called the Unofficial World Records of Sex. Yeah, horrific. It went. It was horrific. Was it terrible? Oh my was god! It, was it the worst thing you've ever done? Oh, there was one day we filmed the world's furthest ejaculation. Oh, for crying out loud! Right, and we filmed it. I was presenter. Right, Who was... watches that stuff? Can you get it on YouTube? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. So the producer was like, "We're not going to do that." So what we do? We go over to a field. Right. We shoot it from all different angles. So you see, like an what arm you going. About? You're talking about shooting. What was it? Ejaculate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Shooting what? How you semen? How far you oh, can? Just, right. Yeah. He said we're not going to do that. That's horrific. It was it too great. We're not going to do that. So we'd shoot it from behind. You'll see an arm going. Not me, like one of the guy, okay. an arm. And then you'll see like you know close up on his eyes going like that. And then we'll get a very liquid bottle and we'll squeeze it. And then we'll just play about a bit anyway. And I'm like, okay, fine. Right. Apparently, when they took that to the people at Sky, whoever was commissioned editor, 
They went, no, that looks too fake. You're going to have to do it for real. Ah, you're joking. So we went to this horrific place in Old Kent Road. Horrific. Mm. It was floor to ceiling carpet. It was awful. It was awful. Germs in there. Three guys, right, in their like early 20s, had to, one at a time, had to stand in front of a, like a porn film and masturbate with me looking at the camera going, well, Brian's been at it for uh, 11 minutes, still no sign. How old and, was you? Oh, was this God. your introduction 28, to television? 28, 29. You're an older guy. It was one of, it's, it's, it was horrific. Anyway, so we went to Sapphire's. Yes. And we did the world's largest lap dance. And it was me with every single girl in Sapphires. They would, I would sit in a chair and then they would do like 30 seconds each, one at a time. And it was on, like, on, on, on just me. On you. And I hold the record for world's largest lap dance. How did you get on with that? Because like after a while- I got on well with it. How would you get on with it? I don't think I, that, that would be rubbish for me. That would be boring and it's rubbish. Well, after, you know, eight have walked past you, yeah. sort of, you know, but there was like 60 of them. There's a photo somewhere of me I say somewhere, it's above my bed. <laughs> of me with all the girls. It's ridiculous. I know what I was going to say to you. What? Uh, either the end or the beginning of podcast number one, mm -hmm. you say to me, what are we going to talk about in the second one? Yeah. This is just as it's ending. Right. And I say anything you want. And then you say, what well, about losing your virginity? Did you want to talk about that? It was, um, it was really weird. I've actually started to. I've gone back there. I'm there now. I can see it. How old were you? Um, I think I was just going on to 18. All right. Have you ever talked about this before? No. Oh, great. Okay. Because um, come close to the mic. No. <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? Um, what it was there was a, there was a girl who lived in the block of flats, and my brother used to be obviously sleeping with her. Why obviously? <laughs> he, was, he was one of those. Why, why is that obvious? <laughs> well, the, the, kind of the, the girls in and around that age, um, that she was just like I think she might have been twenty, twenty one, um, and you know he was sleeping with a couple of the girls in and around the place. I don't know where he was, but for some she just, she just don't say it. But do you remember her name? Don't say it. But do you remember? Yeah, her name? I do. Yeah. Okay. How are you going to forget that? <laughs> it's a horrible experience for me. <laughs> it's terrible. Did you know what you were doing? Absolutely no okay. idea what I was doing. Um, where was it? Where was it? It was in a block of flats. Yeah, but where? In her bedroom or? Yeah, in the bedroom. <clears throat> and so it was all happening. I didn't know what was going on. And when it was time to for, for the for the moment, the money shot stuff, I thought I wanted a wee. That's how much. But I you'd had like, that feeling you know, before, hadn't you? No, yeah. Well, in in you know when <laughs> in bed. Yeah, that's what I mean. Dream, yeah, but the fact is, is that no, but I, not just wet I wasn't dream. even allowed to. I wasn't even. I never masturbated. I didn't do that. What, at 18, you hadn't masturbated? I had masturbated at 18. I didn't do it. What were you doing with your time? I, well, I was just, I was just, just <laughs> I was playing football and I swear on my children. I've never done it. The first time, wow. I, 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 when I, when I, I thought, I This is a great started, podcast. I nearly, started to, I nearly started to cry. Because even when I said, no, I want to go to the toilet, I want to, I want to go to the toilet, she grabbed onto me and she, she grabbed onto me like that. And so when I done it, and then I was like, "What's going on?" And I'm, then, just, I'm just weed. <laughs> but I knew it was a different. It wasn't. It wasn't no. weed because obviously I'd, I'd, I'd had those dreams where they weren't dry. But um, you'd it, never masturbated on my life. Of course, I'd never masturbated. Never. That's incredible. Never masturbated. It's a it's a it's a powerful image, isn't it? <laughs> you know what? And it's one of them situations where I didn't have a lot of. Um, Sexual education when I was younger. I wasn't allowed to watch. Remember when the 
when you was younger, you had to watch the the lady having the baby at school. Did, did, yeah, did, my. I weren't allowed to watch that. What my do you mean you weren't allowed? My, my mum wouldn't let me watch it. But how would she know if it was at school? Yeah, because you had to. They told it. Oh, you got to sign off on yeah, it. Yeah, you got you got to send a letter. I weren't allowed to do it, and I got teased so much. Ah, your baby can't watch it. And you know, so it was one of those that I remember once. So once she held on to me, and I done that, and I didn't know what was going on, and now I left. Like when I when I left, and you know, I mean, I was all really emotional and weird. Like after like five minutes. <laughs> I went back and went, can we, can we do it again? I went back to her and went, can we do it again? And then that, that you know what, and I'm not joking, it, for that time, so I remember I was, so I was just 17, just turning 18, I remember got, getting absolutely hammered drunk when I was 18 on Tenant Super Lager. Right, watch Tenant Super Lager and that, and I remember it was one of those one of those situations where I went on a spree. What do you mean, a lady spree? Yeah, <clears throat> I lost my shit, man. You know, I was still playing football, but like at that time, I, I, I thought the football was gone for me. You know, I, mean, I was eighteen, and you know, I mean, I playing still playing Sunday morning football. I was going out at, at night on a Friday night, going straight to football from the parties with my mate Conrad. Uh, playing football, going home, sleeping, and waking up on a Sunday morning, going and playing Sunday morning football, half pissed and still kind of blurry eyed because you you got in from the dance at about six, and um, you know you play the football. And this is why I didn't think I was any good because I was I was half cut playing football wow. um, for ten MB and still scoring three and four goals. So I didn't take myself seriously. And then there was a time where, like I say, after I came out of Chelmsford. And then I, you know what I mean? Obviously, Sean was like free. Bradley was just, she was just about to. How old were you when you adopted them? Um, when I adopted um, them, I would have been just turned, just turned 19, just after 19. Wow. I was, I was very, very, you know what I mean? And you know what? The reason I actually left home to live with, um, with my Mrs. Then Sharon was I just, my mum just had enough of her, wanted more food. I wanted more food in that. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? I've got a really, I've really got a decent job. And this was before I signed the palace. You know, so we were together for a couple of years. I adopted Sean, she's pregnant Bradley. I've got a really good job at Tunnel Refineries. I told a story, it's in the book. And, you know what I mean? I was just, all I wanted to do was work hard because I, I realised football's not happening for me. It wasn't, it wasn't going to happen for me. Um, but I just loved playing on a Saturday and a Sunday, the fights and the you know, you play down in Deptford and and the Ferrier Estate down in Sidcup. I was, I was saying it was like fucking warriors, man. Yeah, we'd have to leave there fighting, fighting our way out of there. People waiting for you in the car park and all stuff Jeez. like that. And it was one of those that it hardened you because I started playing Sunday morning man football at like sixteen. You know what I mean? I was playing at sixteen. I started playing for ten and B. I was playing against men. You know, and there was fights and that. You know, it was it was it was. It was brilliant times. It was brilliant times. And I went through a phase where I remember my um, my brother and my cousin, they were, they, there was a shop, there was a grocery shop that they wanted to, they were trying to break into. And I got, I got you know, I got arrested for vagrancy when I was like, I think I got arrested for vagrancy when I was about 16, 17, because I was meant to be the one who was kind of like, looking out and see what he's doing. And all of a sudden, you just heard, woo! And then I was hiding on this roof. And I got done for vagrancy. 
in and around that kind of time. And I remember the guy, Tony Davis, literally saved my life. You know what I mean? And, you know what I mean? I was losing my way a little bit, but I started to get myself going once I got with, with Sharon and, and the boys started to come. So that's when I got the job. That's when I had to do community service. And that is when I started to focus on trying to get to play for a good son, good uh, amateur football team, whether it was going to be Greenwich Borough or, or, or Dulwich Hamlet. And, and the fact is, is that when I got the trial with them, Played a couple of games with Greenwich Borough. Played three games at the end of the season because we ran out of permits because they have to change the football pitches to cricket pitches. So Greenwich Borough had um, their they had their football pitch, so we could use it. And their manager watched me, and I played three games for them. Scored six goals. They gave me thirty quid for each game. It was embarrassing when he gave me the money. Gave me ninety pounds after the third game, and I was like, that was the first time. You've won the lottery. Just like just turning just turning twenty. So we're talking about. Man, you got into football so late. It didn't was, you? yeah. <clears throat> so nine months later, I signed with Palace. It's something ridiculous like that. It's not even nine months. That's I incredible. turned Palace down three times because I thought I can't do the rejection anymore. People in the community saying, "Yeah, when you go for a trial." When I went for the trial at Brighton, they let me go up for six weeks. All the trials I had when I was a youngster with Millwall and Palace and Charlton and everybody like that, they all let me go. Everyone's saying, "Yeah, you're you're good when you're playing Sunday morning." And that's what I thought in my head. Yeah, of course I'm brilliant on Sunday morning, but you know what I mean. When it comes to professionals, not good enough. So I turned Palace down three times because I just didn't want the rejection. Who's, when you look now at the results, who's your team? Is it Palace or Arsenal? I look, I, I look at Arsenal's um, first for some reason. I think that's because... If they play um, tomorrow in the cup final. If they play tomorrow in the cup final, that'd be an easy one simply because um, I'd, want, I'd probably want Palace to win because, because they haven't won it. They haven't won it um, and Arsenal have won it. And Arsenal will probably be favourites in it, but I'd love Palace. I I, I would love to, for us to have won in 1990. That team deserved it. Do, do you know what? Right, and we're not ready to read your book yet, right? Um, but have, there was one chapter in your book, and it's not even one we're going to concentrate on now. Yeah. Where you talk about the fact that because you when you played in the cup final against United, you scored two goals a sub. Mm. You talk about the fact. How that, did you feel about me? Because you was a Man United fan. Um, I never saw you as a threat, so. Yeah, uh, I was no different now. I was, yeah. <laughs> I was delighted you didn't start. I thought it was the biggest mistake. I was stunned that you didn't. Oh, start. You know, I was going to go to the, the World Cup in nineteen. Well, this, this is started. what I was going to say. That, that you heard that afterwards. Yeah. That had you started either one of those games, the, the first one or the replay, yeah. you were told afterwards you would have gone to the World Cup. Yeah, Bobby Robson was going to take. I think he was going to take me instead of Steve Ball or something like that. Um, and I think, player. Yeah, uh, I think it was because I'd come off the bench like that, made an impact in such a big game. Cause yeah, it's but a what a great game. reason to take you to a World Cup! I can't believe you didn't take me. It's you never went still, to. You never went I to. I didn't a... get to go to a tournament simply. Be, so nineteen ninety, I missed out on that one through just just timing and luck. Could have easily went to that one with Gazza and and, and Platy and all that. Like maybe come off the bench and done something. Who knows? But then ninety two went to Palace, went to Palace, went to Arsenal. And I, I, you know, won the Golden Boots, scored goals, and I, I was always told you've got to score goals, can score goals continuously and consistently in this league. You know, you you get success. In it. He didn't even take me, Graham Taylor. See, having read that, right? Because mm. you forget, you know, it's twenty years ago or something yeah. like that, and you forget just what you. The fact that you won the Golden Boot, mm. a manager now, can you imagine a manager now ignoring an English player who won the <laughs> and not taking to? A manager? I, I mean, they'd be crucified. I know, I know, but like he, he didn't. And to be honest, there wasn't much. There wasn't much um, said about it. To be honest, it's not like 
they were well, like hold gutted. On. Well, I want to do this in the next podcast, right? Because right. that's I think that's like chapter eight or nine. Right. But there's one bit in that, so make sure you, you download the next one because there's one bit in that where you talk about the fact in Euro '96 oh. you thought that goal that, that was... didn't happen, the mm. Gaza one, we yeah. flicked his foot out and extra time against Germany. That was, that that was, was your goal, made for me. All right, we'll talk about that later because that's an yeah. amazing story, right? Yeah. Right, firstly, I'll tell you what we do now. We'll get it out of the way. We'll do the competition for this podcast. All right, yeah. We'll get it out of the way. Right. So if you know the answer to the question, tweet me at AndyGolson05 and use a hashtag as well. It's going to be a lot easier for me to find the winners. Yeah. So use the hashtag pork pie hat. Pork pie hat. Pork pie hat. Use the hashtag. To pl- places but I'll click on one pork pie hat and see all the winners. Right? So if you know the answer, tweet me at AndyGolson05. Use the hashtag pork pie hat. The question is, you've got to come up with a think of a word. Um, that we've used. Oh, I've got it, I've got it. Right, um, I'm going to write it down. So this will be it. Oh. Yeah? Okay. You happy with that? Yeah. So the first, what word that's been mentioned in this podcast am I, and now Ian, thinking of now? Mm-hmm. So tweet me at Andy Gosling 5 use like the hashtag Pork Pie Hat. You like that? I like that, yeah. I've still got, we've still got loads to get through. Uh, we haven't got, got time. Okay. We've well, got like we say bye next week? Well, no, I've got, I've got all your chapters here that, because we're meant to read the book. Look. Well, do you know what? Can I yeah, be I'm, honest? I'm giving you my life now. What did you... I really like the book. Do you like it? I really like You're it. You're just saying that. I swear to God, I'm not. Because if I, I don't make here's you feel the thing. About me. Here's the thing. If I didn't like it, I wouldn't mention it. I'll just go. Seriously, it's good. But I absolutely love it. Does it engage you? It was so important. <clears throat> they wanted me. They wanted me to do a book for. It's like a really six, good book. Six, seven years. Well, because you're honest in it. There's stuff that. Right. I tell you what I do. Right. I will. I will name some of the things in the chapters that we should have talked about. Okay. Right, I'll give you a keyword. Really sorry. Everybody. You give me a brief description of it, and then we'll okay. go on. Right. So okay. from chapter four, life in football, boy. Right. Chapter four, the quiet revolution. Right. Mm. Arsene Wenger arrives. Mm. He doesn't lose his rag at half time. Yeah. He speaks to you all as grown ups. Yeah. It was, a, it was so refreshing, Andrew. Simply because. When you've got George Graham and everybody like Pat Rice, you know, whether you're winning, when you come in, if you're not losing, if you are losing, if you're drawing, if you're winning and you're playing well, they just come in and they just fucking hammer into you. And you think, you're sitting there thinking, what are you talking about? We've just had an unbelievable half of football where the defenders are doing their job. Midfield, we've scored goals, we're playing well. It's going well, away from home or at home. And you know you've got a manager, and and then you've got Stuart Houston, and you've got Pat Rice. You get three fucking different hammerings, people. So everybody would sit like that, Andy, because because if you if you have eye contact with someone like George Graham, he just then he starts pointing at you and, and giving it all that, and then people say, "What are you fucking pointing at me for?" And you're winning two nil away from home sometimes. And did you did you up to that moment was that how it's always been? Did yeah, you know any you're different? Just, you're just expecting a hammering. So then you got to understand when you say the, when I say the, like the quiet revolution. So when he's come in and we've got in, remember we're used to getting hammered. Even when Riot came in, you know he'd come in and he'd. It's all negativity. It's all negativity. You're not doing this. You could be winning. You're not doing that. You need to do this. You need to. It's just constant. You come in the dressing room, just hammer you down. So you're sitting in there and then you know, Tony Adams gets you going. And people look around at people if you've got a hammering and they say, "Take that it's shit." You just whisper stuff like, hey, talking shit. And then what happens is, is that you sit there, you take, you go back out, and at the end of the game, and say, oh, well done, brilliant. You think to yourself, I don't, I don't need that. I don't, why? Why? Wenger comes, and I remember the first game, comes in at halftime, and obviously he's a new guy. You know, remember, we don't know who he is. No one knows who he is apart from George Ware and Glenn Hoddle saying unbelievable things about him. George Ware dedicated his Ballon d'Or to Arsene Wenger. Mm. Um, and, you know, we sit there 
And he comes in, so he comes in the dressing room, and there's a door to your right as soon as you come to the Arsenal dressing room, which leads into the leads into the um, the treatment room. He walks in, looks at everybody, smiling, and then he just walks into the into the treatment room. Right, so we're looking at each other. Ten minutes, not one word is said. We're all like, "What's going on? What, what's, where, where is it? We're thinking, oh, he's going in. He's going to probably go in there, speak to Gary, then come in, and then bam." Never said a word for ten minutes. So in the end, we started telling, "Okay, we're doing this and that." What he obviously wanted to do, what he obviously wanted to do, was let us work it out in our heads ourselves what we're doing. I mean, so we all done that. Obviously, as we got as as time went by, we got used to that. He wasn't doing it, so you'd come in and you would do your various things, then you go and speak to someone. But what we done in that particular instance is that we just sat there waiting, and then after ten minutes, after ten minutes, is it half time? Yeah. After 10 minutes, he just came in and uh, he said, this is fantastic. Everybody is playing very well. Everybody's very concentrated. I remember it, like you were saying, and focused. This is very good. You must continue doing this and you must enjoy what you're doing. Do what you're doing. This is fantastic. I swear to God, and it's like a weight off your shoulders. It's a whole different, it's a whole different approach, which was, for me, just so refreshing. It was so refreshing. And I think that when you look at Arsenal now and the way they play in certain games, I feel that what's happened is that some of the players, and I've said it many times before, some of the players have taken his his kindness for weakness and the way he's doing, the way he's, he does half-time, the way he approaches half-time. They've taken it for weakness. And so there's no accountability to the fact that he doesn't scream and shout at someone because... One thing's for sure is that when you get hammered into like that at half time, it does liven you up for the second half. It really, really it does, does work. It, well, it did, and that's why so many managers done it. So many occasions, you hear Fergie in the air dryer. The fact is, is that with Arsene Wenger, we were a self-motivating dressing room anyway, and you know yourself that you're having a nightmare. And that's why some managers they just have to keep you focused. Arsene Wenger trusted us as men and grown footballers, grown men and experienced footballers, to know that, you know, your experience and what you you can, you can do better. He never, ever came in in the, in the two and a half years I was with him and dug anyone out and said, you're not doing this, you're not doing that. Never done it. Never done it. Nice. And it was, like I say, it was, in the book it says, the quiet revolution. It was, I should have called it, um, it was, it was welcome. Oh, welcome relief. Oh, jeez, that's what I should have called it. Although that could be something different, couldn't it? It could be. Going back to when you're 18. Wait, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> right. right. I don't want to go back to We We haven't got time to do the other stuff. Okay. Which means we'll put it all in the next podcast. Okay. All right. Uh, one thing I have... I don't think we've done... This, no, this is good. We haven't done enough. For, what about my virgin? It's, I don't know. Oh, that's I got to stay in. That was great. I don't think so. No, that stays in. Well, people listening know it stayed in because they've heard it already. Oh, fuck. All right. Let me just say that uh, you have to go to iTunes and press subscribe if you haven't already. Yeah, you mentioned that to me. Yeah, right, no, them. I'm talking to them. Okay, sorry. <laughs> and also, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Why would I do that? I've got it here. And also, make sure you write a review. Apparently, that helps us. Really? Yeah. So I now you're, you're getting people to come and say he's talking bollocks. I know. I know. That's that. the worry. You know what I mean, oh Jesus Christ! Really? Be nice. I don't really want people to be nice, but you know what I mean. You do. I'm not really fussed. This is why I've come off of, of Twitter. Are you not on it anymore? No, well, I don't. I don't. I don't engage with, especially with with Arsenal fans. I don't want to upset Arsenal fans. Anything they want to hear me say about Arsenal, now they can hear it on the, the various television stations I'm on. 
Or this. Or here. Or this. You know, I mean, I'll only hear it live. I won't put okay. my opinions down in in writing on Twitter and that because okay. I don't want to. They, they get too upset. See, look, I feel like we're ending the show on a on a sour note. It's not a sour note. The fact is, is that um, you know, people use it. When I first got involved with Twitter, is because it was a brilliant way to engage with the fans and a, a real um, a real fan who can say something to you and you can give them instantly. It 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 changed from that very very mm. quickly into just an opportunity to just have a go at you just for whatever reason. Not debate, just have a go at you. Whatever you say, yeah, it's yeah. bollocks and shit. Argue for the sake of arguing. And then you go back to them and you say something and you say, oh, Sorry, I mate. didn't think, yeah, I didn't yeah. think you know, so I was only, you think to yourself, why, why do I need that? Right, well, only write a nice review. No, if don't you... only write a write nice review. No, do only why write. Why do they need to, to put a review? Apparently that helps us. I don't you know, know how. It's, if you want to put a review, then that, that, that's, okay. that's fine. Write a review don't if you want to. Don't tell people to write a review. Don't don't write a review if you don't want if to. you don't want to, you know what I mean. Okay, um, we've got so much coming up in the next podcast, mm-hmm. including I tweeted people ages ago mm-hmm. a question for you, and I've chosen the best three. We haven't got Are time. They good? To do it. They're very funny. That's a shame. So we're doing them in the next one. Okay. Will you remember? Yeah, of course I remember. I've got this book to write all down in, and we'll get a Linica update, mm-hmm. and um, maybe we'll phone your wife and see if she still thinks I'm a pervert. She probably will. But um, and we've got all your off your chest stuff. We go, should we? Should we? At the end of the podcast, should we should we give someone that book with all your shit in it? No, because it's got other stuff that I do. Look, oh, geez, that would have been cool. I'm giving them fucking your. I like your, your book. It's got a nice, it's nice, nice cover. It? Yeah, it's cool, isn't it? W. H. Smith, nine ninety nine. Brilliant. I'll get you one. Do you want one? Yeah, because I've, I do a lot of notes now, and I've got so many different pads and all over the place, and I'd like to keep that. Yeah, I'm gonna get you one next time we do a podcast. That'd be nice because I did give you a present, so I'm not give to receiver, but <laughs> oh, fucking not much. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell the truth yeah. came out there well, I did give you something <laughs> I expect to leave here with at well, least yeah you know I do like what, I do like what you've got there I, I, like I would have taken a picture of us wearing the same and I would have already posted it on Instagram so there's a picture I don't, do, I don't want to do that I don't want to do the back to the future What you do because I get confused you that's know. why I don't like watching Back to the Future now because I don't. I get too anxious. Is he going to get back in time? Is he going to do same with the Terminator? Oh God, it's it's going to go wrong, and then he's going to and then Marty McFly is going to meet himself there. If they, it's going to go wrong. I hate watching those films where you go to the future, come back, and I don't like them. And on that note, um, thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. Do you subscribe? Tell them. And press subscribe. And if you want to write something nice, do it. If you don't, don't. Yeah. Say good night, Ray. Take it easy, guys. I'm missing. That was fucking amazing. Said, okay, bye. See you later. He's a pervert. Fuck you, know. How lucky is that? She's bag on. And you know something? The thing about it is, is that I couldn't. She said, I genuinely could not remember what What? she said. Why were you getting embarrassed? Why? Because I couldn't remember, and I wanted to remember because I didn't want it to seem like we're. It's, it's set up with the stuff what it was, so when she said it, it fucking came that back. That was amazing. To me.